Welcome to Anything But Routine. Today we're going to be talking about preschool, and this is part four of our preschool series, the last part. I'm um, hoping you guys have enjoyed this series, this four-part series. Um, if you have, make sure you hit subscribe and give us a rating on Spotify, at iTunes, wherever you listen. starting preschool and Amanda's joining me over here um, and we will be hitting preschool ready to go so it's probably one of my favorite things to talk about and we're going to quick show this promo video and we did show it in the other class but um, we want to just show it again where we talk about our preschool program and we're going to try to get you in an hour with lots of stuff. This is going to be a lot of stuff. So get your writing tools out. Here we go. So choreography, we'll just talk quick over prepare with extra skills, activities and choreography um, have more movement time planned than sitting. Talk less, do more. I say that to, even at adversity level, I say talk less, do more. They don't want to sit there and listen to you talk. I sometimes think when people come to my class, like adults looking at it, they can't believe how that we don't stop moving. Like it is, mm -hmm. it's so much stuff going on. And it's like we go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing and they go nuts for a half hour. Be creative in how you teach. What you do one day might not work the next day. One of my funniest things that my class was being really noisy one day, it was K first actually. And I said, you know girls, I was up in North Dakota last weekend and I watched a dancer who was deaf. She could not hear and she danced by hearing it or by um, feeling it in her heart and she couldn't hear any of the words or music. And one little girl, I was just telling her about, she goes, can we play like we're deaf? And I'm like, yep, and we can't talk. Yes, we can. Let's play that right now. So I did sign languages, and I would be like, you know, I was being all silent. It was silent class. It was so awesome. We got so much done. And they would literally, two weeks later, go, can we play silent again? And I'm like, yep, we can play silent. I like that. That, was, that would be fine. Something I use when I'm teaching my younger kids is huge posters behind me. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm teaching, of you. yeah, like behind the kids, I meant to say, so that I don't have to take my eyes off them. I want the poster behind me and I make it on a big piece of cardboard and stand it up in the back with really black Sharpie so I can see it from far away. And um, I don't know about you, but I have a harder time retaining little kids' routines compared to older kids' routines. So, because sometimes they're very much the same, but I would say do it to the words. Do it to the words. And if I forgot to tell you, do it to the words. Little kids love to sing. That's what they're here for, creativeness, activities. You know, you know I, I, I was watching a preschool teacher teach once that started teaching for me and she was struggling keeping the kids engaged. I watched her one time and I knew what it was because she's going, one, two, three, four, on five, six. That doesn't work for preschool. You got to go, you know, like, um, I go, boogie board, boogie, hide, six, seven, eight, boogie board, boogie, hide, six, seven. Yeah, that's what they're going to remember, you know. I, one of my easiest ones for little kids was, um, there she was just a walking down the street. 
doing do a diddy diddy. They want to sing. So that's what's going to help them. If you don't sing, you got to figure out a way to do it with them. And I don't sing, but I, I tell them they to listen to me. And you use the little words. Like we change the words. Like I, I can't even think of a song, but we're like, I'll be saying like point and together, but it's like, it's what the. They laugh because you make up weird things and then they just. That thing you're going to be a point. You know, you just make it up with the words. So yeah. Um, if you want them to be full out and giving a lot, you have to be the most energetic person there ever was teaching. So I would say if you want them at 100%, you have to be at 200. And wearing a mask at class right now, this oh. has been very challenging because the kids are coming in and they can't see you. So I would suggest trying to get something that they can see your face because the first time that I was doing it, I noticed that they weren't usually my class is really um, smiley and energetic and they were very like not. I found that to be a problem even with high school. Like they can't see your faces. I did buy the masks that are like they go right here and they're like a shield and they're clear and I bought like 10 of them for 40 bucks. But the problem is I heard that they don't call those compliant. Compliant, but I saw that, so they're making some um, for people that are hard of hearing that need to see like the mouth movement that are with a sheer fabric on the outside of it. Um, oh, so that was something that I actually looked into because it's been really hard, that part of it, not them not being able to see my facial expression. So lots of thumbs up, lots of clapping, really happy eyes, like all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the more, you've really got to overdo it. and. Amanda's really good at that. She just like gets them all doing it. They're going to take on what you do. So you really, um, you really, really need to do that. So um, sample breakdown of class is say it's 30 minutes. You could have five minutes of large motor skill, 10 minutes to learn the routine, five minutes of an activity or skill work. And I actually break mine down even to smaller portions of this. I do too. Yep. Yeah, I do too. And I, I, she said at one point, I have a plan, but I'm smart enough to like deviate from it. So pivot, you're a dance teacher. You gotta watch, if they're, if you're losing them, move on to something else. Just skip, like move on to the next thing. So performing tips. Um, so once you're teaching them, you try to wean yourself, them off you, so they can do it without you. But let's face it, that's not always gonna happen. We sit on the floor up front and do it with them. You have to practice sitting with them at practice. The first time I figured that out is all my dancers sat down on the gym floor, you know, so um, they're going to do what you do. So have practice that you could have a, a kid that's maybe like, hey, first dance with the preschool kids kind of up front to give them a leader. That's something I've seen some places do. Um, if you're going to sit on the floor in, at practice, talk to your parents because I got a bad eval one time saying that all the teacher did was sit on the floor. And so then now I've went out there, I'm like, I'm just letting you know I'm sitting down on the floor because we're trying to wean me off of them. I'm not being lazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. You have to explain everything. You have to explain everything to your parents. Communication, that's a good point. Um, when they're entering, play precious sweet music, like make the precious factor big. Um, I went, I love, we had bubble machines where we put bubbles up. Every time the littles dance in our show, we had bubbles. Something else with performances is um, make sure you space out your preschool so you don't have them all at the same time. It gets boring for the audience. But one thing we've learned is we do two right at the beginning so we don't have to babysit them. They go back to mom and dad with safety. So we do two really near, we have like an opening big number, but then the two classes, we have them sit right up front. Mom is holding them. They run to their ex, they 
do it. Their mom even helps them get on the X with the lights out and the moms run sit and then afterwards they run right to their mom or dad. We do not have to babysit them. Love it. I'm not going to lose a kid. Um, I practice this at class the last two weeks or three weeks before our performance. The parents come in, we sit down, they sit on their lap. I shut the lights off. Then they run out to their ex. I shut, turn the lights on. We turn the music on, shut the lights down, and they run back to the parents. So it's like they've been there. They know what they're doing. So that's a really good point to practice it. And you guys, just with this now day and age, like you don't want to be responsible for kids for really long like that. It's very scary when you're out running the show. You don't know what's happening in that back room. So we do that with all our preschool because we have so many. And they want to be with their mom and dad anyway, you know. And then the second half will bring them after intermission so then they can drop them off after. So like if you're needing to spread it out. Really smart. Uh, yeah. So two at the beginning, two right after intermission, and then you're done. We do, we've learned the hard way. We don't have our preschool in the finale. Hello. No, Hello. Not even capers anymore. Yeah. It's like we. And the parents don't care. You can use glow tape on the floor so they can find their exes better. Um, you could have moms use their phone to find the exes. And yeah, I always, if I like, I'll get into K first a little bit. A lot of times I have my older kids help them get on the floor. Like they have a senior partner or a, you know, an older kid help and that that's fun. Um, I use the same color X's on the floor that I do for the show. And I know some people do, oh, you're good at this. but my kids know like what color they're supposed to be on. And I use a different color X for the center. And that was, it started mostly for me. So I knew when I was past the center and what kid had to stop there. So it was easier to kind of like. And, and it's in. smart. She always has white on the center and then she has a pattern like blue, yellow, red, green, blue, yellow, red, green. So the kids know I'm blue or whatever, you know? So I like that. Um, I feel like we get on the floor pretty quick. Like with they Yeah. Have a picture taking area at your show for sure. Like you can kind of see our, our theme was Rock a Do Up that year. And that was our backdrop that we had made for Rock a Do Up. That got posted on hundreds and hundreds of Facebooks and shared. So your backdrop show thing is really important for that. Very, very, very important. Um, if you do offer a daddy daughter for preschool, try to have them perform at more than one show so you get a little more bang out of your buck for that. Okay, then rewards and awards. We do stickers at the end of every class. We have Bravo cards that are something we do in our studio and they're just like little, um, they say different things. There's, time, there's little preschool ones. There, the oh, ones. I grabbed older ones by accident. So we have older ones, younger ones, they get a card. The little ones don't like the Bravo cards. They like the, they stickers. Like the stickers. They like the stickers. So I just go like on Amazon and buy a ton of them. And she's really good about getting like winter ones, um, spring ones. Like right now, all of ours are sunshines in summer and they're really fun. So if I could give you some really good advice too, I would say get those file folders that have the, the sides and the bottoms and just go September, October, November, December and go, here's my September stickers. They're back to school. Here's my October ones, they're pumpkins. Here's my November one, they're turkeys. You know, and then put unicorns and fairies and all that in there too. But have them ready, at, do it all at once so that you're done doing your flipping stickers. And in like COVID time right now, I have a piece of tape laid, lined up right by the right by the front and I lay the stickers out before the class starts. So when they're done, they just come up and pick up one and walk out. It's awesome. So yeah, we went in one day and um, yeah. And then this so, is done in there. This is gonna be in your downloads. And now this is something we give our directors and 
basically what it is is I I talk about my preschool program. Then we have A to Z terms. I also teach terms of the week or terminology so you can teach kids. And, and I'll say to my kids, what does chasse mean? It means to chase in French. Now you go tell your mom and dad you learned how to say chasse in French. And so I teach that. And then I have a music list. I have progressions of like, say you're trying to teach rhythm this month. This is what you would use. Say you're trying to use follow the leader. This is the song you would use. Say you're trying imagination. Here's the songs you would use. So it's really. And exactly where to find them. And where to find them. It's laid out for you. Um, and then it just says everything. I think you're going to like it. And I have it by September, October, November. I have, have activities laid out. And then I have a thing called Cindy Stations where we've done stations around the room. And what to do in each station. And you can progress around the room. And you could add your own. But it's something like, okay, right here we do berets. And right here we do a a grasshopper or, or a toe touch jump or a bike jump or some kind of a jump. And then we bear walk or walk like a pop, like a bunny to the next one. And then we do yoke. We lay out our, our, um, it says yoga mats, but it means gymnastics mats, put our hands above our head and our feet locked together. And we roll down the mat to work our core all in one please try to keep your feet together. And sometimes on the mats, we'll do bridge ups or we'll do different things. So I, or, what are the little thing? Cupids, you know, where you touch your toe to your head. Rose so buds. rosebuds, why do I call them cupids? Rosebuds. I mean, so, so that you have different things to do different weeks and that will help. So this little booklet you will love and it's got all the activities in there. So let's open it up for questions or type some ideas that you like so that you got. We're actually at the end. I don't mind going over a little bit, but anybody have, um, Anything they're going to try after this or anything to add? It's just been great doing this with you, and I hope you got a lot of ideas on how to enhance your preschool. Thanks for listening to Anything But Routine. If you like the podcast, hit subscribe. Check us out at justforkicks.com backslash anything but routine for more anything but routine content.